Yeah, you better get to the wire, bro, uh, ASAP. Um. <sighs> Hello and welcome. This is Drew Stories Podcast, episode 52. Uh, <laughs> I'm Drew Brooks with me, of course. You uh, know him from his nom de plume. The Guatemalan Wonder, Adolfo Monroy. Hot off a plane. You look stuffy. You look like you've been on a sh- plane with a bunch of farts. Yeah, you know, help, luckily, like, the mask, you know, kind of help, you know, not having to breathe all that in. So let's let's talk about... I have to... Uh, I realize we, we have to talk about your trip and all the um, gloriousness that, that it was about. But... First, I want to talk to you about Smash Mouth. <laughs> yeah, man. Somebody once told me. Yeah, man. Well, so so this is there's two things that I randomly saw today. One, the first one was a TikTok in the morning. Uh, cheers. Uh, TikTok in the morning. <laughs> um, uh, of a girl being like, "Hey, you want to know something crazy?" Uh. Um, I, I went to the local fair or whatever and Smash Mouth was playing and it, it turned into a fiasco no. and she has the footage of him and he's plastered, oh. right? He's not, there are points where he's not even singing the lyrics or anything to his songs. He's just letting them jam out. At one point, a lady gets on stage and finishes the lyrics of one, one of the songs. He's stumbling. He's like holding on to stuff. Oh, no. He literally is just obliterated. And then I subsequently see a headline <laughs> on my Google briefing or yeah. whatever they like to call the crap that I consume called news mm-hmm. um, that he was subsequently um, put into, I believe, a facility for... Uh, for getting well because he's not doing so hot. Uh-oh. So because of the whole situation. Do you know if it's pills or alcohol? I think that he's probably got a nice cocktail brood. Like oh. I don't think it's as, as easy, you know what I mean? As like, oh, I, I drink too much. I drink a fifth of fucking Tennessee Vodka, whiskey yeah, a day. Yeah. I think he's got a weird mixed bag of bullshit that he's uh, sort of collected over the years and it probably yeah. is, involves like you know, beta blockers and like a couple of blues and like a, a probably a Xanax in there. Version of a Quaalude. Or, <laughs> yeah, you know. and then like a, occasional like, you know, 48 Rolling Rocks and a fucking half a bag off of somebody you didn't know or whatever. You know what I mean? It's got to be. And for the hairline, so you know. Shma- remember, they were in the fucking pocket in the 90s. So, Dude, yeah. yeah they, they were on Rat Race. Yeah, whatever that is. The the movie. Oh, the movie, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, hey, man, Mr. Bean's in that bitch. Yeah, a lot of great people. So I just wanted to say, like, we wish him well, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Let's start the podcast off strongly. Hey, tell him what to do real quick before I forget. Hit the like and subscribe, bitch. Try it. You just might like it. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's all though. You went to New York City. You'd never been there before. It's very true. How was it? That it was a, it was a flurry of experiences. I noticed something. Yeah. Oh, can I? Oh, can I? Oh. Can I talk to you about it? What would, what would you say that is? Well, you're boozing. 
And you're boozing on a big baby bottle of booze. Yeah. Look at you. You look like a cartoon. Baby needs his bottle. So what happened there? Um, just, I know that we were taking a break from it. We Yeah. Ultimately, it should have been a break for life, but... Uh, when in Rome, right, guys? And uh, so you're talking about NYC's sort of bringing it out of you. Well, I mean, I just I went to so many places, and you know, I honestly, I got, it got the better of me, and I fucking just said fuck it, you know, just gonna. Before you knew it, you just said fuck it. Before I knew, I just second said, fuck day, it. second day, second day, okay, second day. Um, so you cracked the seal on the second day. Yeah. How long had it been? Just um, for the record. Coming up this month. At the end of the month, on okay. six months. All right. Well, congrats. Okay? Don't be too hard on yourself, but understand that um, I think a lot of people go to New York City and probably get on the juice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I think they tend to not go to NYC and and, and pack it in. Yeah. And get all, uh, hey. I don't want to do it anymore. Cold turkey. I don't think you. that's what you do. Yeah. But I just wanted to say, awesome, welcome back. Like, you're literally, like I said, hot off of a stuffy plane. Yeah, no, definitely. definitely. I took a shower in the morning, though, so that's good. <sighs> you know. I mean, it's more than I asked for. <laughs> or more than I expected, really. Um, Same. So, tell me, you land there, what happened? This is Drew stories for Christ's sake. Yeah, no, I get there, um, take the subway from JFK all the way to uh, uh, the upper west side of Manhattan. Um, oh, this sounds like the Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, it, I kind of did feel like <laughs> Anne Hathaway a little bit, you know, but a little bit classier because who loves Anne Hathaway? I don't know. Ooh, ooh, God, shots you fired. Are brutal. Come on, she's a she's an idiot for letting that. You know, whole marriage debacle happened to her. What Where happened they, to her? Did she? She got swindled for a shit ton of money. By, she did by the guy that she was married to. No, shit ton of money. He was like a con artist. I feel bad for her now. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> no mercy. You're so fucked up, but I love it. No mercy on the Drew Stories podcast. Yeah, that's what. Well, we don't play games here. We don't play. We're games. not. We don't have any uh, allegiances. What's happened to me? Unless they're I mean, willing to sponsor the podcast. Yeah, unless you want to sponsor, <laughs> then uh, you know we'll let you off the hook. So okay, um, you're Anne Hathaway. You're dazzled by the city lights. Yeah, you're learning the ropes, as they say. Yeah. Um. Did you, what did you do immediately? I mean, tell me what, uh, what, what did you get into? Like, let's just get into the meat and bones. Cause I know, let me, let me bring the, the viewers and the listeners on board with what I'm talking about. You had alluded to, you FaceTime me and you alluded to, Hey man, I've got one for the books. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you said to me. So if I was a listener or a viewer, yeah. I would expect a story that is compelling enough to say those words, this one's for the books. Yeah. I, I had something happen to me that might have, n has not even happened possibly to many people in New York that may have lived there their whole lives. Okay. okay? <laughs> and this happened to me within less than 48 hours, roughly 36 hours in there. Okay. So um, I have one, I have one friend in New York. Right. My, my Muslim brother. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure he's thrilled about your situation. You know, now. he hey, you that's the thing about being Muslim. Man. No, no, no judgment zone, right? You no know, judgment zone. no judgment zone. Congrats. Right? So, 
Uh, even though I'm judging myself, but okay. no, anyways, um, we meet up, okay. um, in, uh, you know, uh, East village, okay. you know, lower Manhattan mm-hmm. and we meet up at this place, get some food, mm-hmm. um, take like walk around Soho, little Italy, beautiful cool. Chinatown, having a good time, just ha- talking, hanging out. Sounds really great. Grab some ice cream, you know, this sounds awesome. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah. like a really nice, pleasant you know, experience, yeah, experience, and you already hung out with him before. So once, uh, yeah, I met him over here, here yeah, uh, in LA. And so now you met up with him over there, and that's mm-hmm. beautiful, man. That's yeah. cross country connection, is what I call that. It's a John it Denver tune. Anyway, moving on. Go ahead. Um, you know, and it's about midnight, mm-hmm. give or take, and so you know he he has work the next morning, mm-hmm. and he's ready to call it. At this point, no, that day, normal person apparently. I've walked Drew seventeen miles accumulatively that's awesome in that day bro my legs feel like rubber bands they're about to snap that's good for you that's what we were meant to do by the way creatures on the planet not in la right um and so you know uh we get down we get to the train station and uh we're each gonna take the same train him going back to brooklyn i'm going back to the upper west side of manhattan Mm -hmm. near central park northern central park sound like a biggie song baby hey you know yeah, go ahead. And so um, I have my ice cream in my hand that I'm finishing. And my, my brother song. gets through the, the entrance, taps his card. Got it. I'm going through my wallet. I can't find my Metro card. Dude, no I'm way. like, oh, crap. All right. Dude. Then there's a homeless guy next to me. Okay. He's like, oh, dude, just give me two bucks. And I'll like slide my card for you. You know, just trying to make a quick buck, you know. And, and, my, and you know, Oof, my this. bro Tolu's like, no, 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 nah, dude. Just I'm just go gonna, to the machine. No, 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 no. Fuck oh. that. He's like, I'm just going to open the door for you right here at the emergency door, you know? Oh. And so he opens it, and the homeless guy's like, no, 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 no. And he, like, closes it, and he, he's like, if he wants to get through, he can either jump it, you know, or, or you know, give me the two bucks pretty uh-huh. much. Okay. And then my bro's like, no, no, fuck that. Don't pay attention to him. And so then he walks about 30 feet the opposite way where there's another door where he can just open. Right. I, w- I walk over there, halfway through that door, dude, and I black out. What? The homeless guy knocks me out, bro. Clocks me on the side of the head, and I hit the floor, bro, like a fucking tree getting cut down. You're shitting me. I'm not shitting you, dude. 100% facts. I have the pictures of, like, my ear was a little bloody, so essentially I was profile Okay. when he clocked oh. me. So he got... He got he, you can't see you can't see it right now. But, no, no, um, no! This is incredible. I uh, and uh, Jesus, I hit the floor. Okay, and my ice cream falls. Amazing ice cream. Morgan Stern's <laughs> ice cream in East Village. Some of the best ice cream I've ever had. Um, great plug. Yeah, B- awful situation. Great plug. And so I like you know I, I black out for like two seconds I guess because I don't remember the punch I remember everything up till uh, you usually don't hitting the hitting the floor right yeah you usually don't remember that that's and what sucks about as a person that's unfortunately <clears throat> been knocked unconscious yeah it's it's an experience that is so unique that you're like you, no one should get used to that no and I think that is what leads to you know. You mumble it in a chair yeah. later on. Go ahead. So, um, so I, at this point, you're kind of on I, the ground. I'm I hit the floor, bro. Like my, which is why I showed, I told you earlier yeah. that my knees feels like a big piece of shit right now because. Right. Were you side. not threatened by this homeless guy or this? Let's just say he's a transient or perhaps like a ne'er do well or a person just kind of 
looking for a quick buck. I didn't think I didn't think he was going to go to that extent. You know what I mean, dude? But you and, you knew by the way he was talking to you that he was not feeling your whole. I we're going to fix this situation on our own. He didn't feel like he was going to be that aggressive or take the sort of action that he ended up taking. Right. And so my even totally sorry saw that he was, he was running up on me, but he thought that, you know, he was just going to push me mm-hmm. at worst or maybe oh, just literally you're, you're thinking to yourself, okay, this guy's, if he rolls up on me, what's the worst that could happen? I didn't even see him roll up on me. Copy but that. Tolu saw him because he's the one that opened the door for me and me getting halfway through that door. And then literally like the next second, Again, clocked the side of my head and wow. then hit the floor. He's he's just like, oh shit, and wow. I'm and I I'm just like looking at the floor like, what the fuck just happened right now? And then the homeless guy screaming, oh like some, that I I kicked his shit or something like that. Right, I guess right, right, like right, you right, know right, claiming right, some other right, shit. Right, you know right, when right, right before that on the way to the second door, uh-huh. he was saying like, um, no 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 don't do that. Like you know she's watching you. Like like you know some you know how they have people yeah, um, yeah, in the little yeah, boxes yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. So that the, he, that's what he was saying. He was like, you know, transit authority, transit right? authority. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, um, wow, dude, what a what a harrowing situation, but also like what a shitty thing. And he's like, but he, what a wonderful way to introduce the city to you. Oh yeah, definitely. Thirty six <laughs> hours in, dude. Thirty six hours in. What a what a what a perfect way for New York City to say hello to you. Yeah, and um, uh, you know, what and an accurate even, way. Couldn't even use my Muay Thai on him. You know what so, I mean? And I know you've been working on that, which is unfortunate because yeah. you didn't even have a chance to defend yourself. Yeah. That being said, it was a sucker punch, straight up. It was a sucker punch. That's a sucker punch. It That's was what sucker, that is. It was. It was the dirtiest kind Yeah. because they're without warning. And you didn't really up until that point feel threatened or really have any idea what was going on, right? But unfortunately, your friend wasn't quick enough. So he says he just didn't pay attention to it, or he, he didn't he see. Didn't, it? He didn't think this guy was going to go to that extent. He thought maybe he was going to try to maybe like one kind of grab the door. Is he from Williamsburg or something? <laughs> He's from Nigeria. <laughs> I know, but like, what? Well, like, I don't know. Like, from, okay, she's so from Brooklyn right now. He lives in Brooklyn for eight years now. So did you have? Because like, there's varying degrees of concussibility. That's not real. I'm sorry for everybody. Everything I've ever said. We make a but. Point. Um, there's varying degrees, right? Cause like I, I, I've had a few and you can get uh, uh, dinged up fucking around, you know what I mean? Scuffling, being yeah. knuckleheads. Um, or you can like really feel like your bell was wrong. And like, if somebody was like, Hey, do you know what president's today? And you were, or who the president is? And you were like, yeah, Jimmy Carter, man. I'd be like, well, you need to sit down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's varying degrees of it did you feel at all like okay i lost consciousness i hit the ground uh, you're on the ground you're trying to get yourself together your homie's there yeah at that point where's the fucking dude the the, the assailant so he's um on the other side of the door and he's saying like yeah like oh you kicked my shit or something and like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know don't even try anything i got henchmen up uh, upstairs or something oh, he's got henchmen now you got henchmen dude this guy sounds like a piece of work yeah so. Wow. Okay. So, what did you do after that? Did you just split? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, so um, he, so you just picked yourself up and was like, "Ow!" My yeah, my, my Stop, bitch. My bro, he went down with me to um, just like wait with me until like my my bus got my my train got there. Nice. And, that's good. That's a good soldier. And you know, talk. You to have to. People. If you're with a bud and that bud gets knocked out. By the way, that's actually happened to me. I was in middle school and I went to the. We used to go play video games at this like. Uh, arcade 
No, it was just a corner store, but it had a couple stand-ups. Oh, like and they Billy? were... Yeah, like just like a fucking... A bodega? A bodega. Um, and uh, <clears throat> we were only kids, but we would play for forever in there. Mm. We'd get Cokes and fucking bullshit. Nice. There was a older like kid, high school kid at the time, who... <laughs> I remember it like it was yesterday. Um my friend that I was with at the time, he just didn't know when to shut up. Oh gosh. He was just one of those guys. He was just a kid that like I be, I I got into multiple situations with him because he just had a mouth. Yeah. Uh and this fucking older kid immediately shut him like we were walking out and he rolled up and just like clocked him and oh, he man. dropped like a rag doll. Yeah. Dude, right next to me. Yeah. It was like, the, I didn't even have time to catch him. Like that's how quick that dude dropped. Ooh. Cause he caught him on the chin just real fast. And I was yeah. like, oh no. Like, and I don't think I, up until that point in seriousness, I had ever really seen that up close. Huh. So it was really wild. Now we have like, it's like 10 fight videos a day. Like I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm scrolling past. I saw this one. So, in your experience, now that you've, now that you've had that, do you think there's something more special about the way that, like, say for instance, cats in New York handle themselves differently than L.A.? What were the differences there? Um, Did I, you feel like okay, maybe maybe the cats over here don't talk? They might talk some shit, but they won't act on it. Because I, I feel like that's not true. So I so from what I was because I talked to a few people after that happened on you know waiting for the subway of uh, the train that okay. same night and uh, because I was asking for like hand sanitizer because he had uh, when he punched me <laughs> oh, when he when the dude punched me he broke the skin so I was just worrying you know worried about like germs at that point and you know thinking like dude this guy you know I don't yeah. know God knows what he has you know fucking you know he lacks a tetanus shot or some shit or something like that I don't I just know just got that one. I know, dick. Yeah. It hurt you, right? It hurt, you got boo boo. Yeah. Sucked. I didn't like it. Um. Anyway, and so I'm brave. And so I was asking people, you know, just for like hand sanitizer, just to disinfect my ear, really. Um. Wow. And, okay. And then when I was telling people about what just happened, they were like, "Oh, what? That's so. That's so awful. Like uh, that. That shouldn't happen. That's not how. That's not like who we are in New York or whatever." <laughs> Meanwhile, it's on brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so okay, this is. Two days in? 36 hours in. 36 hours in. Did you have a headache? So the next day, dude, I spent the whole day in bed for the most part because mm. I, I got a, I ended up getting a little lump on the side between, sure. between my ear and my sideburn. <coughs> You're lucky it wasn't like a big old contrusion, you know? Yeah. Um, Protrusion or whatever. And Shit. I couldn't even sleep on this side of my of my face because it, my ear hurts so much. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I totally know what you mean. It was swole. I, I couldn't sleep on my... When I broke my nose, oh. I couldn't sleep like anywhere face. near it because it hurt so fucking much. Your face would move your fucking nose somehow or something? Totally. And they were like, you know, we'd have to set it again or whatever. It's awful. Anyway, I'm sure people have experiences like that all the time. Yeah, totally. And I, I bet you a lot of people can relate to that. Maybe not 36 hours in, though. I got to tell you, not 36 hours in. I was living in D.C., and I had a guy who was kind of like the the gatekeeper of the Seven Eleven down the street, uh-huh. and Seven Eleven was like <clears throat> for this particular area, kind of the one of the better places to go, okay. if that makes sense. It yeah. was a dodgy, like so much that the liquor stores in the area were like super dodgy, okay. And uh, they always had like multiple cats out front taking toll, 
like meaning like that you got to talk to them out here. There's a little different. Like we, they were very confrontational in way in, way out. Like they would express a, a very big concern for if you have any change. Mm-hmm. So I was always prepared. This was one cat there, and I was always prepared to see this one guy, and we got along like best friends. We were always good to each other. I would sometimes tip him, sometimes not, depending on how much change I had. I was like 17. Okay, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I was joking around, fooling around one day. And uh, on the way in, I was clowning. And I was like, oh, I know this guy. Yeah. Uh, and I, this is one thing that is this sort of like the weird, the weird things that can happen. This is just was so unexpected. Because up until that point, I think I had been around a lot of people that were like either you're crazy or you're not right yeah. it was like i can kind of tell at that point and i i didn't really uh understand any other behavior that was erratic right and this this cat i'm on my way in i'm joking with him i'm joking with him on my way out he 100 percent confronted me and wanted to fight oh and i was confused i was like at what point did you not and he was just like, I'm not your friend or whatever. You know what I mean? And I was like, you're right. And I won't make that mistake anytime soon. You're my crazy. frenemy. Yeah, it was awful. It was awful. I was like so inexperienced with that kind of confrontation. So yeah. it was really strange. But I'm sorry you had that happen to you. And I'm glad to see that you totally seem fine. Aside from like, you just, your nose is bleeding right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, I know. <laughs> Hold on a second. So do you know what's like the worst about New York? What? How underwhelming and overrated Times Square is. It sucked. Yeah. It was dirty. A lot of people. And then apparently from what I was asking, the people that worked like on the streets there, they were like, this is this is nothing right now. There's, there's, they used to be packed, you know, fucking, oh yeah. You know, like sardines in that bitch. I think that was probably, if I were to speak on my New York experiences, which were pretty few and far between. Uh, Times Square was kind of the the point of seeing it was to see how chaotic it was. Yeah, and so maybe post, uh, you know, the last couple of years or whatever, maybe it's died down considerably. And I know that like you know businesses and all the shifting and all this bullshit has, has happened, and you know, yeah. um. But yeah, it definitely is a a shell of what it once was because it just I remember. Even as a kid being like, that's too much. It was sensory overload. And it was like, it was the, you will lose a child in that. It was like one of those things where it was like, you can lose a fucking, you'll lose a toddler in this motherfucker. But overall, say, even with the experience, you're like shaking. Uh, Even, (laughs) you're like fucking having a stroke on me. Uh, Even with that terrible experience, especially early on in your first trip to... New York City. Big Apple. The Big Apple. The city that never sleeps. Yeah, that's what that's the one thing I really did come to appreciate. Yeah, you love it. that. I do. Well, that's the youth in you. You don't I mean, that's what you need right now. Yeah. Keep you busy. Yeah. Keep you thinking. Hungry. Keep you on your toes, man, watching your back in case some su- tries to sucker punch you. Exactly, man. I gotta so, get that Cobra Kai sort of I guess what I'm saying is did you feel like it was worth it? A thousand percent. 
Good. A thousand percent. Good. And I think personally that the beauty of taking an L like that is that now you know that feeling. And I think there's some value in that. Uh, and, and not fearing it as much anymore. I think a lot of people fear it. And so when you experience it, it's almost like you've touched fear a little bit. That experience in itself wasn't even so much of a negative one as it was an a, inconvenience. A, a, a novelty almost, you know, <laughs> where it's like, oh, now this is just something I kind of have to, you know, I can tell, you know, I tell people what happened to me as opposed to like, maybe if I like lost my wallet or, right. you know, that shit would fucking suck, you know, or L- losing your wallet or phone or whatever. Oh, yeah. dude. I mean. I've had so many scares on that and ma- with mass transit. Ooh. Yeah, you yeah, don't want that yeah, shit, that's bro. That's awful. You don't want that shit. I just got clocked a little bit. You know, that's you all got it fucking, you got sucker punched. And the bottom line is, like yeah. I said, I think there's more in a weird way to gain from that uh, than one would normally think. Yeah. Um, again, it sucks. Nobody wants to go through that experience. Um, but I'm firstly proud of you for fucking just being like i can say this i can talk about it a lot of people let me tell you something especially unfortunately the fucking problem of masculinity is is that like a lot of people wouldn't i guess even like i look at the older generations too it's like a lot of people would take that trauma and not say anything to anybody about it because out of the sort of like craziness of it all and they nobody wants to look like they've taken an L, but I think it's like, I think we should just wear L's just as proudly as W's. You it's know a what badge I mean? of honor for me, man. A little bit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying yeah. is you're living your life. You And what's beautiful about it. Okay. And now I kind of see why that big old fucking hammer is there. It started, it started, ha- <laughs> let me say, I started drinking after the hit. I'll I say think, that much. I'll say I that much. I think we know why the hammer's back, but, I think, which, which it, you know, I mean, look, just relax. But I think we can look at these things and we can look at these experiences now. And what's cool as shit is that we live in better times where people are talking about their experience and being like, yo, check out what happened to me rather than like holding them in or being unsure of people's uh feelings about them because like what you forget i think especially with like all the social media things i don't want to get too fucking annoying about it but with all the things going on now it's like we're only highlighting the accomplishments in our lives when i think we should be highlighting both in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. if like if 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 we want the algorithm to work correctly yeah um but at the same time i think uh it's just cooler now. I think it's like we're in a stage uh, or a, diff, you know, we're progressing forward in a way where people are talking about stuff like that, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. That being said, you had a ripper of a time other than that, because like what what was crazy is you kept this story from me, which I'm proud of you. Usually you don't do that. No, I, I yeah. So like, let it be known. This, this has been a positive ripple effect of the podcast is that you actually held out. It's a raw moment. And, and you actually had an experience of earlier seeing me be like, no fucking way. That was your story. So that was the cool, a, that was a cool part. Propers on that propers for surprising me in a, in a cool way. But, um, I just feel like, the the fun of i guess um the the fun it's fun knowing that when you did express 
all the other shit that you had done. It was all cool shit that like I would have been excited about doing in New York. You had a blast. Yeah, dude. So yeah. it's really funny that you were. I'm proud of your self control in two levels. Well, I mean, yeah, well, sort you of. Know. Yeah. But I, I, I'm. If you don't know what I'm referring to, he's got a little bit of sauce in front of him. He didn't drink no sauce before. But nope. That being said, um, I can understand wanting a, a cold boy after that experience, but also, um. Just hearing you talk about everything that was going on and not, and the thing is what you said now, I think, and I look back and I'm like, you said this one's for the books. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a proper uh, description of it. But also it just seemed like also you were having a rip roaring good time. I mean, you were making it seem like the Great Depression over there. You were really popping off. Oh yeah, right. Um, no, I'm serious. But like you know, you had an experience. You you stayed all you you went out all night. You experienced falafel carts and bullshit, and had a real nice time. Went to a concert. Went to comedy clubs. Went to a bunch of museums. Yeah, the, the Met. So you can imagine this guy t- telling me because you Facetime me, you telling me his his New York experience with leaving out the fact that he got cold cock knocked out. That I did leave out sorry to scream there but that's kind of like an amazing this has been one hell of a fucking episode i'll tell you that and i'm really proud of you thank you i'm proud of you for having the experience for getting through it because this is a strange experience to have in a strange place without anybody that you know really yeah so good good on you um Shout out to your homie that was there for you and kind of waited with you or whatever. A little bit upset with him. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I'm like, dude, you should have told me he was running up on me at least. I I didn't want to get into it too much because I didn't want to blow up homie spot. Like, I don't know if he's on the fucking, you know what I mean? But what I did, what I did want you to do because my follow up and I saw me leading into it was like, how did that guy not see the. But you're not the first not, person. To let's say not live that. the. Yeah. <laughs> let's not live in the past like that, G. I let's let, let's know that like, you know, some people do just like simply freeze in confrontation. Fight, you know flight, I, or freeze, man. That's a thing dude. Now. It's a yeah. big thing for people to be just be yeah. frozen there. And I don't, don't. I understand that you might have an issue with it. Obviously, I would have given you the head. You know my ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna John Wick the situation. Yeah. And throw you a knife <laughs> or nothing, but like. I I, I definitely if I would have saw a home you I'm neurotic you know I already said it like he's gonna punch you to shut up I would have already maybe said something about it and been like let's go get you a ticket but I don't know what I would have done and I don't know it's so hard to look back and think this is the right move this is the wrong move don't think like that you know because when it comes down to it man uh, some moves you're just not ready for because they're deliberately sneaky And that is the sneakiest move. That's why, like, with all this, like, these random uh, acts of violence that are happening everywhere. I don't know if they're happening everywhere, if they're just getting filmed a lot. But it feels like an increase. And it feels like there's more confrontation. However, I think when it comes down to it, it's like (laughs) there's dirty moves out there, man. Yeah. And I think that's cool to know, too, I guess. But um, just know... That, you know, you, you haven't, that's never happened before. So now you're good. Yeah. Okay. Just don't make that habit. You know what I'm saying? Getting knocked out. <laughs> don't make a habit of it, my man. No, I hope not. 
Into like um, Nate Diaz or something. I think that this is the first time. Well, I'll say this is a first for a lot of things. Obviously, the first time you got knocked out. The first time you literally uh, contained. You didn't. You didn't fucking say anything, no. which I'm very proud of you. It for was doing, too good. I couldn't say anything. <laughs> three and three. It is. A, I think it might be historically the first time there's been a Drew Stories podcast with a story in it. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan unfiltered. So that I'm very proud of. So there's this has been a uh, a great episode, and thank you so much for sharing that story. Um, and uh, I guess we'll go out on a positive note. Yeah. Um, but I would like you to say what you want to say to that guy, to that camera. Hey, go buddy, ahead. there's a better hustle out there. All right. <laughs> You know, oh, you're going to be nice about it. Yeah, I thought yeah, you were going to yeah. unload on the cat. I go forgive ahead. him. I forgive him. He, I think he's oh, a lot more upset. That shows so much strength. That's, a, mu- that's a Muslim in me, bro. You know, I know. Even him, though it's yeah. you're, you're teetering. <laughs> yeah, it's complicated. But, but yeah, so anyway. Look, I'm Look for a hustle, buddy. A better hustle out there. That's what I'm talking about. You, just, you were the better man just then because I probably would have been like, and another thing, if I ever catch you on them streets, motherfucker. And my legs felt no. like rubber bands after walking 17 miles that day. So I'm I- proud of you for doing it. Proud of you for making the trip on your own. I'm proud of you for having such a fucking good time even after a bad time like that. Yeah. That's big news. And this has been Drew Stories Podcast Episode 52. Uh, once again, I'm Drew Brooks, and this is Adolfo Monroy. And thank you so much for joining us. As little or a lot as you have, uh, we always appreciate everything. Boy, we really appreciate uh, some some like, like, and like and subscribes on that. But you know, do take your time. Thank you. <laughs>